Hello, my name is Joanna Daniel and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. In today's story, I'm talking about dysfunctional family dynamics, dysfunctional family rules, rigid rules, and how those impact us, how those show up in our everyday lives, the stories that we learn in those systems, and how those, as children, we make stories about those rules and how we carry them out in everyday life. Um, you might notice yourself in some of these stories. You might see yourself in some of these types of family systems and you might see how you formulated stories in order to, to stay in those systems. Sometimes those family systems continue to be dysfunctional, even as we're adults. When we were children, we didn't have a choice. As adults, we, we tell ourselves stories that are comfortable enough for us to stay in those family systems. And so today I want to talk about one of those and that's rigid, rigid family rules. In one of the podcasts a couple of days ago, I think I talked about what happens in this house stays in this house. And that's a dysfunctional rule. That's a rigid rule in a dysfunctional family system. Now, if we want to teach values, that's very different than putting a muzzle really on people's mouth or telling people that they're not supposed to talk about what happens in the home and oftentimes what happens in the home are not are not, are not healthy uh, things but they are pain abuse trauma that is happening that we are that adults tell children that they're not allowed to talk about and so children grow up with that rigid rule and they apply it across their lives not knowing that it's the stories that comes from those rigid rules that is still impacting their lives. So what are some of the rigid rules? What, some, what are some of the other rigid rules that are found in dysfunctional families? It's like, don't trust. And before I go into the rules, you might find yourself becoming uncomfortable or a little bit irritated or annoyed or even fearful because I'm saying the description of what happens perhaps in your home as you were growing up and I'm calling it dysfunction, dysfunctional. And you might never, you might have never applied that term to your family because you love them, they love you, you operate, you know how to operate, you understand each other. And because you do, you don't see it as that. But somebody on the outside looking in cannot tell you about your life. So you know, you will know about your life and you will know as you honestly look at your family system whether it's dysfunctional or not and you can make a decision you can make a decision about whether you stay and how you stay or if you decide like some people decide to exit to keep the family at a distance while they heal and learn how to set boundaries to not participate in the dysfunction so you can make different decisions whatever you want to make decide but if you're knowingly doing it, that's a very different thing than following rigid rules that some, some grown-ups who, through their brokenness and their pain, make these rules to protect themselves, pass it on to the children, and you're passing it on blindly to a next generation who are going to develop their own stories around that. They're going to interpret it in their own way, and they're going to carry it out in their own way, in their own lives. And so it's important to know. So one of the rules is don't trust. In rigid, one rigid rule is don't trust. And sometimes 
that's not an explicit rule. It's not stated, you know, there's not a family meeting that is held and said, okay, so here's the thing, everybody, we are not going to trust anyone. It's not said in those ways, but it's, it's, it's an offhand comment. It's dropped in. It's, it's, it's said when you talk about your friend from school or your friend from church or the neighbor, it's the way people are talked about. It's the way stories are told that the don't trust message is derived from those stories versus it's explicitly said don't trust. So there's no banner in the home that says it. But and and sometimes there it says explicitly like we won't we don't trust that's why we don't trust people. Don't trust people, don't trust those people, don't trust these people, those people, those people. But you're never told the people who you can trust. So as children, when you're told to not trust them, them, and them, what you work out is that people are not trustworthy. And the story that you'll tell yourself is that people are not trustworthy and therefore I must not trust. I learned not to trust, and though it was not a rigid rule, through my experience of being betrayed through sexual trauma by somebody who was trusted. But the, the, the don't trust message is a, very, is a different one when it's, when it's learned as a, as a family rule. So that's don't trust. And it, I think don't trust goes alongside what happens in this house stays in this house because we're teaching people not to trust. The difficulty is you might also learn to not trust yourself when, you are, when you've ex had those experiences. You also learn how to not trust yourself. And as you're healing and learning how to trust others, the, the, there's a parallel process happening where you're learning how to trust yourself. And when people don't trust themselves, people don't trust their voice. You don't trust that your opinion is matters. You don't trust that your, your, um, your opinion on different subjects is important and people want to hear it. You don't trust your decision making. So you second guess yourself. You, you ask questions. You take long to make a decision. And so there are those kind of ways as well that that rigid rule manifests itself. Don't trust. If you have grown up with that message and you've derived stories around it that you know is impacting your life right now, it might impact you relationally where your relationships are not as solid as they could be. Your relationships lack depth and you struggle to maintain long-term healthy relationships because you struggle with trust. When you struggle with trust, it's easy for people to betray you because what I always say is, don't trust it's not a it's not a boundary it's a wall and we inevitably will let people in because we need people and when we have this idea that we're going to go through the life not through life not trusting what we do is allow people in that are not trustworthy because those are the patterns that we will attract so it's really important for you to learn how to let go of that rigid rule. It doesn't mean that you're not loyal to your family. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It doesn't mean that you don't care about them. It just means that you're learning how to let go of that rigid rule and any other rigid rule that you know has kept you in a bind and has made you not develop in, in the kinds of ways that you wanted to. It, you may, it may mean that you're learning how to trust yourself. You're learning how to trust your voice. You're learning how to trust that your opinions matter. You're learning how to put your hand up in the, in the meeting and voice your opinion. You're learning how to raise your hands in the front of the room. You're learning how to give your opinion. 
and you're learning how to listen to yourself and trust yourself, trust your instincts, trust what your gut's telling you, trust what the Holy Spirit is telling you, and act after you've learned and understand what there's what he's saying and move. Because when we don't trust ourselves, we, we stay in danger longer than than we wanted to stay in danger because of the lack of trust. Is this thing right? Is this thing happening? Am I imagining it or, or is it happening? Because the message of don't trust is so, is so wide. It's not only limited to people. It's limited to yourself too. And if you really think about it, you also don't trust your family members either because the message comes from there. And what they don't know when they're given that message is that it's going to be far reaching and it's going to extend to them too. And so you're living this life of not trusting anyone, but there's a journey that you can make back to learning how to trust. You can learn how to trust yourself. You can learn how to trust other people. You can learn how to have healthy relationships without rigid rules. You can learn how to have boundaries that are more flexible, boundaries that you can maintain without, with support. You can learn to trust your values, trust what they are, trust yourself enough to express them and to ask for them to be met. You are worthy of doing that and you can learn how to do that. You can learn how to reject the rigid rules, trust yourself, trust other people and have safe, fulfilling and healthy relationships. So what I'd like you to do is to think about the lessons that you've learned from your families of origin around trust. How are they manifesting themselves in your life today? How are they playing out in your parenting? How are they playing out in your romantic relationships? How are they playing out in your interpersonal relationships, in your friendship groups? How are they playing out with your colleagues at work? How are they playing out with you? How do you feel about you, about your opinion, about your voice? How you feel on certain subjects? Are you able to express yourself in a way that you can be understood? Are you fearful of your opinion that other people won't believe you? Other people won't listen to you because you've learned how to not trust yourself through the message that was given early in life. So I'd like you to consider those questions, you know, sit with your journal, talk to your journal, journal about them and see where you come to. You might need some support in learning how to trust yourself and honor your voice so you can meet your goals. If that's what you need, Find a trusted counselor at Wounds to Scars. We have counselors. You can go on our website at woundsdescars.com on Me, and you will be assigned to a counselor who will be happy to walk with you through that journey of learning how to trust you again. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join us on the next story.